0: Hurrah! Welcome to a Friday edition of Talk Insane in the HOV Lane. Excited today. Had a lot go on this week. Uh, trade deadline talks. Outrageous. Woj bombs. Yep. Um, so, a lot to talk about, but even more than that, I'm excited about our guests. Um, usually it's just me ranting in the car, but, uh, you know, you start gaining viewers and everything starts blowing up. You get, you get people wanting to be on the pod, discuss their thoughts, and I'm excited for today's guests. That's right, multiples. Um, first, we're going to talk to uh, Cole, aka Dole, about Minnesota. Minnesota made some huge trades, and it's great to see a Minnesota fan, fan of the Vikings, fan of the Timberwolves, the Twins. To be excited about something because, you know, to be honest, there hasn't been a lot to get excited about in Minnesota. We're talking weather, we're talking sports, we're talking everything. So, to to talk to him and really see, you know, sunshine in his eyes, it's it's breathtaking. So I'm excited for that conversation, and then after that, we've got Meat meet Hose and uh, the Todd Pod. So. Buckle up, it's gonna be a bumpy one. Hello? Hey, can you hear
1: me? Oh yeah, we're in. There we go. We're
2: live, baby. We are live.
0: Not are the we... HOV lane, but <laughs> You're not in the HOV lane, what are you doing? 76 baby. Oh I see. Yeah, I'm not in the HOV lane actually, but you know, sometimes I sneak over there. I don't do it all the time. You'll dabble. But... <laughs> don't drop that yellow. <laughs> No doubt. How are we feeling today? Man, what a deadline, am I right? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So what is it? So you got
1: who'd you get rid of? You got rid of We got rid um, of the entire Timberwolves roster. Um <laughs> our longest tenured Timberwolf, besides Cat is now Josh Akoji, who is okay. in his second year as a Timberwolf. So I literally know zero people on the team anymore. Um, but so all yeah, you got, got back is of... D'Angelo? <laughs> well, no, because we made multiple trades. So we got – we'll, we'll take all it right. back in two days now, right? So we got rid of Rocco, RIP to that. You know, great shooter. Most overrated guy like, <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> He's all terrible. Right. Okay, offensively, yes. But defensively, he had like – I think it was the number one, like one-on-one He's defensive fine. rating in the NBA at the time. Okay. He's fine. Did it do All anything right. for our team? No. But
0: I don't know so, why the Rockets were like popping such yeah, a boon for him. Me
1: too. I'm a little confused Go, cool. and I'm a little confused about another player, which we'll get into later probably. All um right. but yeah, so we traded him. We got back Malik Beasley from the Nuggets, who I like. Yeah, I like He's that good, one. He's like a good player off the bench, defender, he can shoot.
0: Yeah, I just don't know um, if you guys are gonna sign him next year.
1: No, probably not. Um, we, we're clearing cap space right now. We got rid of Gorgie Jang today. Right, um, Sent him to the Grizzlies. So there's another 16 mil in cap. But we picked up James Jones. Gorgie
0: Jang. Him. Who signed him to that yeah. deal? Four year, was four like year the,
1: 60 mil.
0: That was like the Timothy Mozgov era. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, great <laughs> sign though.
0: <laughs> we had to get rid of we had to get rid of the guy that you traded for, uh, just to get off of Mozgov's contract <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah.
1: such an albatross. Oh yeah, um, but picked up James
0: Johnson,
3: right.
1: who's also on thirteen mil. Yeah. So,
3: so a little,
0: uh, little, a little inside birdie told me so. A friend of mine went to the Clipper game yesterday. Yes, sir. And he was, uh, and he was talking to uh, Spo after
1: the game. Okay. Eric Spoltrow. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him.
0: And so he basically <laughs> told he put he told uh this guy I know that there was three three cancers on the team. Dion Waiters, um who did they get? Justice Winslow and yeah. James Johnson. Oh that hurts. <laughs> And so he said that he, they traded all those guys. Are they they sat them out yesterday, and they were going to try try to trade them all away? Look, so. okay. Here is
1: James Johnson, veteran player. He's not staying long. Like that's a guy that right, yeah, that's true. A cat, get a roster spot. Like he's not staying.
0: Isn't he like he a black belt karate guy too?
1: I don't know. He's, he's got some crazy tats going on, uh, but he yeah, looks I think like he's like, like he looks, a, he a kung fu master. master. Yeah, long dreads now. I don't know. He's gone, right. though. That's all I know. All right. But the main story was D'Lo today. No doubt. Something, something that Timberwolves fans have been waiting for for three years, about. I remember. So how
0: are you back. feeling, then? Are you thinking your team's going to
1: make the playoffs this year? This year? Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, how See, many? You're, you're like, eight back. I think so. But, okay, but look at the war. Like, okay, you give me D'Lo for Wiggins, right? Delo's right. obviously a, like a better, better fit for this scheme of basketball, but yeah, uh, the Warriors are the worst team in the NBA. Like this guy, he's not like carrying the Warriors to wins or anything like that. Right? Yeah. Draymond, but, uh, but I mean, like, Draymond's awful. Draymond's terrible. <laughs> I know. He's not like comparable to Cat. <laughs> I had to throw his name in there just just for just for credibility, you know, no doubt.
0: <laughs> but I mean, you think about it now, you've got. So you got what? You got Delo at the one, yeah. Uh, Akoji or Culver at the two,
1: probably starting. Probably so
0: this is your starting lineup. Culver at the two, he yeah. he's got a little bit more offense. And then you got Beasley, Juancho. <laughs> Juancho's uh, not going a minute. This guy cannot. You see don't think
1: minute. so? Why? Do, uh, why I've, nobody I've likes Juancho? Huh? Nug- I've watched a lot of Nuggets games, and there's one. There's one guy I'm never worried about when I come on the court. and It's <laughs> <I'm> one. <good. laughs> <laughs> tell you that. Yeah. All right. So who's your four? Um, like I'm telling you, is it? It might be James Johnson as of right now. Ugh. But all right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm still at three-four position is kind of. It might have to be Culver three, a Koji two, or um, I'm think. Well, we oh, still need a four. And, He's coming off the toe injury. He's oh, all he's right. okay. But we don't have a yeah, bench. Okay. Uh, that still stinks. But it looks like we're going to have a lot more of our rookies coming in, like Keelan Martin, Nas Reed, McLaughlin. Nasri. I like Nas Reed. Cool. He's a good player. Could put him at four. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's just some ideas. I'm, just, I'm excited to have a, a guard. We haven't had a guard that's good since before Ricky Rubio, like – thinking, like, Marbury the days. Like, I can't even go back far.
0: So you're just going to poop on Jeff
1: Teague yeah, like oh, that? Oh, you want to <laughs> start me on a rabbit hole of a bad player? All right. All right. <laughs> so you don't think they can push for the playoffs? Yeah, shoot, I'm going to say right now, I don't think it's a smart idea to put. I mean, I don't want to condole, like, tanking, but I don't think – we're going to make playoffs. We have our pick, the Brooklyn pick, we got to keep in the trade, so that was good. Um, draft is horrible. Nope. I can't see anyone I actually want in there, but yeah. Um, I'll make a push for it. I'll be excited. Well, I, got, I'm excited to watch them and see how they do. And if I.
0: Didn't you send your pick? You don't have we, your pick. We have anymore, that, right?
1: Pick. We have the Brooklyn pick. Yeah. This
0: year's? Oh, oh yeah. Brooklyn. I
1: pick. think we sent our pick. Oh, Okay. No, no, no. We have our pick and Brooklyn pick. We sent 21, 2021 and twenty twenty two. I think. Over. Oh, All I the, see. Okay. You so have to fact check that yeah. on me, but uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh,
0: but give me your overall. So wait, do you think is Cat a guy? Because I I saw somewhere like a, like one of the one of the top guys. I saw somewhere that um he was like. Whenever he was on the court, their offense was like yeah. amazing, and then their their defense just yeah. goes to shit. But then when they're when he's off the court, all they have is defensive uh-huh. players, so then their offense goes to shit. But then their defense yeah. is amazing. You gotta, so it's like, is is he ever going to play? I mean, you got to swallow the
1: pill, and you know that's kind of hurts about getting rid of Rocco. is he was like our only defensive player, um, <laughs> which was very minimal as well. But then I, from what it looks like, Dilo's not playing that much defense either, which is probably why they're best friends.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> so it
1: looks like it's a hot, yeah, the bond it's a high over high that volume scoring team. Um, but I think with when I was preparing for to come on with his takes here, um, I think Delo's is gonna need to start like he's gonna need to take over the team from a leadership role in that area. Like, kat has been on the team for four years, he can't win us games by himself, like. You want those kind of players, like, and they're usually guards. I would say nowadays in the NBA, You've got Damian Lillard, Curry, Harden. Those kind of players that kind of take control of teams. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've even noticed that with the Lakers.
0: Like Anthony Davis is yeah, better than LeBron. Yeah, but LeBron still at the end at the end of, yeah. the end of games, yeah. like he's he's got to take it. Yeah, little, he, you're right.
1: It's too hard yeah. to get a big man. Yeah, and like you see Anthony Davis giving it up to Caruso. And, like, that's totally normal. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing, baby?
1: <laughs> yeah, but so we'll see. I'm excited to watch them play. Uh, if they if they if they perform and have potential, yeah, why not make a push? But if they're still learning each other and learning the schemes of the offense, um, we beg to see if uh, Coach Saunders can can get that going.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh,
1: Alright, well anything
0: you wanna to say to the uh to the fans? We're recording this on a
1: Thursday
0: and I'm gonna post it on a Friday, so yeah. um keep that in mind. I would
1: say great great trade deadline, a lot of Woj bombs going on on my on my tweet machine. Uh, Marcus Ma- no Marcus doubt. Morris overhyped for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm so glad the Lakers didn't <laughs> oh, give up man. somebody
1: for him. I'm so I'm so, like, who is this guy? Yeah, you, you think he's like an all-star, perennial player with people wait, people who are talking about Right. Um, look out for the Grizzlies. <laughs>
3: Crushing it on I the. Think they're
1: good. Um, but yeah, it's been great being on the cast. Love my T Wolves. Look out for us in the future.
0: But yeah, I know I was like. My productivity was at an all time oh, low today. Yeah. I was just like <laughs> refreshing. I had Updates. Three tabs yep. open. Yeah, I had three tabs open because I don't do Twitter. Are you on the oh, Twitter my, I'm
1: machine? All over Twitter machine.
0: Okay, you're a Twitter and, guy. I'm uh, telling right.
1: you, if you want, if you want the good bombs, you got to be on Twitter. All right. Well, I had, I had the, uh, tw-
0: I had Twitter open, but I just don't have an account, and so I just had Shams and Woj right. and uh, one other, one other person. Just yep. kept refreshing the page, yeah, and
2: that was
1: nothing better. Than refreshing. That was my yeah, Thursday. Nothing better than refreshing the Twitter <laughs> machine, and it, it hit you with the face with a slap like that.
2: Yeah, no doubt. It was a
1: great <laughs> Thursday overall. All right, man. A great, great
0: first time on the pod. We'll have to uh, we'll have to check in in a couple weeks and, and give us yeah, your, yeah. your final. Yeah, Can't grade. wait.
1: can wait to analyze. I'll be back. All right, All right man. One, four, three.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Well, it's true what they say. No, it's Trees not true crowd. what they say. <laughs> right, they say it. it's not gay if it's a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's get a little introduction here. Um, we got Todd, TC Special, the Todd father on the line here. And then we got Meat Hoes. Um, and Meat Hoes, formerly, formerly of Switching Lanes... We had a bit of falling out, so we
2: don't do pods <laughs> together. But hopefully, this is...
0: this could be some sort of reconciliation. I, will, I
2: will go on the record and say that's not true. We tried it once; it was a hit <laughs> show, part of my French, and then we got distracted and haven't done since. And in the, it, we are beefing though. Jake's yeah. trying to rile up some feathers and be passion aggressive. So, what hey, I'm know? just You're one our trash is right. another man's I don't know. treasure. What can I say? You're going to be more <laughs> wrong about Michael Bush. All right.
0: All right. That's, fat. That's false. Um, before we get into this, uh, Todd, do you want to oh. say anything to the people as a first-time uh, co-host?
3: And no, I'm straight and straight into business. I love the fans. Wow. I, I Train- accept the criticism. I know Jacob doesn't like the criticism and says, F off if you say anything negative, but i take on the haters. I consider myself like a, a Skip Bayless. I like that. So, just prepare yourself for... Skip Bayless. Everything. A big... I heard you guys have the same wiener I wouldn't size, doubt so it. We both averaged average two off. points a game in college and in high school. So... That's <laughs> <laughs>
0: down All right. Well, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. We got trade deadline season... Um, First of all, I had the most unproductive Thursday of all time when I was just skipping between tabs, refreshing Woj, <laughs> just waiting for things to happen. Where, where were you guys at when all this stuff was dropping down?
2: I was in front of a desk, cutting up Slaves. about six hours of video for work. So I was very non-existent on the Woj. every once in a while. Uh, I went to I got Check lunch, in. two McChickens, two McDoubles, scarfed it down, spent the rest of it on Twitter. So in my mind that was a that was a win. We should we
0: should mention to the people too, um you're shooting a new porn, <laughs> right? Is that what you're editing?
2: Yeah, it was. It was between Jake and Jake and Todd. <laughs> too far. It, was called, it was called Downward Dog. Uh, all right
0: all right Um, all right let's get to reactions then Uh, Todd thoughts on the crazy four-team trade that we had happen where it was kind of like oh this person's going there Uh, this person's going there Uh, doesn't really matter except for I think maybe Robert Covington was the only meaningful piece my thought what are yours
3: Uh, (laughs) um It's a lot of moving parts with a, not a whole lot of a difference on any of the teams, in my opinion. Um, it reminds me of the Seattle Mariners. Our, our GM makes trade after trade after trade. Kind of like my fantasy football style where you think new pieces are really gonna help you. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you still end up about 500 or worse. So I think it, there was a whole lot of talk and a whole, lot of, a whole lot of action for not a lot of juice coming out of those trades.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of – that's that was my takeaway. I don't know, but then you see – you saw the Rockets play last night, and, Will, I know you're a huge James Harden fan um, and huge Russell Westbrook fan. What did you think, seeing it all together last night? Is so, it going to work?
2: for those of you who are not on the group text, I pretty much laid it out uh, that going forward – and let me backtrack. Grading that trade, I give that a positive score only for the fact that rarely do you see somebody make a move, kind of a bigger move, because they stick to their intuition. Kind of to Todd's point, it's like, oh, well, we're going to either that trade and stick stick around 500. But the Rockets are balls to the wall right now on the small ball. So I commend them for that. Is it going to work? Not a chance. Look, in that group, the Rockets are going to have to shoot 45 uh, plus percent from three to consistently be in games to give them a chance. And they shot 45 percent last night when they beat the Lakers. So. Um, the thing about that is, 45% from three as a team is extremely un- unsustainable. They can't day in, and day out produce that. Let alone in playoffs when there's a little more, a uh, little bit more on the table, possessions mean more. Those better teams are going to be able to really focus on the defensive end and take some of those things away. Um, I will say I'm a little disappointed in the Lakers in their approach. Um, They didn't seem very focused, uh, and it was almost like they just thought that they were going to destroy the Rockets, um, but they forgot they had to play defense. So um, just kind of embarrassing for the Lakers, but to your original point, there's no – I don't see a way that the Rockets can sustain that for the rest of the year and into the playoffs and continually beat good teams in a seven-game series. It just can't happen. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The funniest
0: thing I think about last night's game was, I don't know if you guys waited on and listened to Shaq and and uh, Barkley and them. They were so mad that the Rockets won and that their small ball idea worked. They were, they were fuming. You could tell, like, the whole time. And I was just cracking up because before the game they were like, how are they going to guard Anthony Davis and all this stuff, and then they lose, and it's like, oh, oh that's
2: how. I mean, <laughs> it was like, they were so bad. I think, bad. It, I think I it's the prototypical it. Dan Tony of, yeah, our numbers will look nice at the regular season, but when it comes down to brass tacks, we don't have anything to pay the piper. Right, It's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
0: Alright, um, next thing I wanted to get to uh, before, Do you guys want to touch on any other trades? Before um, you guys came on I interviewed a Minnesota fan, God bless his heart uh, Who's excited about the D-low thing So we don't really need to touch on that But any of these other joints What is that noise? Do you guys hear that noise? Is that uh, you Todd? It's or not Will?
2: me because it sounds like rain
3: Oh yeah I'm getting I'm getting dumped Seattle on right now Sitting in traffic <laughs> so. Jeez. Close the windows Todd <laughs> Just a little tinkle outside. Oh, I was like... <laughs> no, I do have some guys. thoughts. I think um, you talked about winners and losers as part of a topic. I'm a, I'm a big fan all of... Alright, here we go. Uh, Miami. Although I don't think their pieces are going to make Miami a legit contender this year or even next year. But I think they added pieces that are good veteran pieces. Um to add to the young core that they already have right now. So I don't know where it takes them. I don't know if they have enough to even eventually get to uh, an NBA championship. On the right track. Um, I think the other winner, which the Lakers should be most scared about, is the Clippers. Um, Marcus Morris. I know, know, Jake, you don't think that scoring 18 points on the Knicks is – Is that valuable? And I I, I kind of agree with you. Um, But I think he's a a solid defender where the Clippers are already a good defensive team with Kawhi and Paul George. And then he's just another offensive weapon where you kind of like you have a really nice car and then you get an add on just for free. And it's like, okay, it doesn't hurt you, it only helps you. And unfortunately, the, the Lakers. I feel like they were one of the biggest losers, and I know that we might be waiting out to get Darren Collison, so I hope that hope that works out. We didn't really have any trade pieces to give away. I wouldn't have mind to see the Lakers trade away Kuzma for even like a first-round pick. I'm just not a big fan of Kuzma. I don't think he provides a lot of value to the team, and I'd rather get something for him than having to sign him for a, a big contract in the next couple of years.
2: Yeah, I, I just don't think you're going to get anyone to bite on Kuzma. I don't think it's... I mean, everything that we were seeing was about Caruso. Nothing about Kuzma. Like, look at Kuzma did last night. Like, yeah. it was trash. He was horrible. He was a minus 14 or minus 15
3: or something like that. Give me a break. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, so here's where I'm at. Um, I like your winner. I like your loser. (laughs) Um, so was your was your loser uh, the Clippers or was it the Lakers?
3: The loser was the Lakers. Unfortunately, so, here's Got why
0: I, I think the Lakers weren't the loser. Um, what they need is a ball handler, right? There wasn't a ball hunt handler out there that they could get without getting rid of Danny Green or any of those guys, and we don't want to mm-hmm. get rid of him because he's he's huge on defense and um, and so. The reason I like them keeping on to Kuzma is because it gives them something to trade down the line. Like this summer we can we can use him and you know, he's still young enough, he's on a cheap enough contract that somebody might want to bite on him. If we trade him now, we don't have anything after this year to do that. So, I like I like that part of it. Um, and why why my team is a loser of the Clippers is that I think I think Marcus Morris is like a ball stopper. You see when when you look at what he did in Celtics and I think part of the reason the Celtics are doing good this year is partially because Kyrie's gone, but I think they got rid of a lot of those I'm going to I'm going to post up for 10 seconds and shoot or I'm going to dribble for 10 seconds and shoot. And you see what that did to their offense. Now their offense is flying around and People are getting open shots and driving and kicking. And I think that's partially what Marcus Morris does. He can go off and hit three or four big threes in a game. But when you look at what the Clippers need, they don't need that. They need somebody who's who's going to play a complimentary role, hit open shots, and play defense. And I just don't, I don't think it was a good pickup for them. I don't like it. So they're my losers, and I hate them. And...
2: <laughs> They're jerks. I, so. We're objective think, on this podcast. I think one trade that we haven't <laughs> talked about, which in my mind is the winner, uh, and I think it's pretty obvious, is the Andre Drummond trade. Uh, <laughs> because- I agree. I <laughs> Wait, who is this so says, well, good sport. No,
3: this is the Pistons. No, oh, this okay. is good for... I think it's best for the Pistons. They got rid of a massive contract they don't want. It's like the Mariners signing Robinson Cano when he's like 35 years
2: old and paying him it's like 30 a, million a, win a year. Waste. This it's a win-win. It's not a lose trade because Cavaliers are going to trade Kevin Love. I think that writing is on the wall, um, and I think you get Andre Drummond. I mean, you basically replace that with just a different guy in hopes that he can gel a little bit better with the younger Colin Sexton. Scarlet and that whole crew. Obviously it's it's pretty apparent Kevin Love is not happy with any of that. So I think you basically replace that, you find more value with Kevin Love. And the Cavs traded freaking I don't Brandon Knight, Mr. Poster himself, and John Henson. Give me a break. Like if you're the Cavs, I think you made off pretty well with that choice, considering the talent you've got or the talent you gave up. Right? But, <laughs> strong disregard let no let me tell you
0: what's not great let's get a bunch of draft assets and have them grow up and be in a culture that has kevin love throwing fits andre drumming text texting on his way out that he's pissed yeah. that he got traded and have them try and like develop in that environment that is like the opposite thing you want to do you want to bring in like good veterans like So you want to get older and, people and that less are talented people to that equates to winning. No, I'm saying I'm saying when you when you draft young people what you need is for them to have strong veterans around them to teach them how to like be adults and be NBA players. And look at the Grizzlies. They had, you know, Jay Crowder and they had a, a bunch of veterans around these young guys and now they're flourishing because they know how to be like professional NBA players, and now when you talk about the Cavs, you have Kevin Love throwing John Beeline under the bus for not knowing like the NBA lingo, and then you're going to bring Drummond. But, this, into that but does that
2: make it? A, I don't. And not I don't trade, see how that makes it Lux? a bad trade, though. It doesn't mean they're going to win a bunch of games. But you literally traded Brandon Knight and John Henson for a guy who was an All Star. <laughs> And then you took
0: on 27 million. million Yeah, they're screwed the with their contract years. anyways. But Boom. Said, you trade, you make moves with love. I don't yeah. He makes
2: 32 million. Who's going to trade They'll 32 trade million me. dollars for him? I I would bet you that Kevin Love is traded over the summer.
3: Okay, who would you How, much, how much are you willing to bet? <laughs> you know, I hope, bet on the podcast. I'll,
2: oh, put it on the phone. Don't feel that. I'll bet you ten bucks. I'll bet <laughs> like you ten that bucks that. that Kevin Love is traded this summer. Okay. I'll take that. Put it on the books. I don't put it on the board. I think the I'm loser I, I think the loser of the trade might be the Warriors. I don't know that I don't know that I like What? Them. Mm, I like I that trade. Know. I love that I trade for them. Here's why. I do too. Because Steve Kirk came out and said that Andrew Wiggins has been try has been put in the role to be a star his whole career he's supposed to be the number one guy and now he doesn't have to do that which I think is true but I don't think that's going to sit well with his mentality I just don't see it working I don't see how he fits into their system what's he's his mentality? sleepy? I feel like that is his mentality so. I think okay. he's going to come in there with a big ego and he's it's not gonna fit once Clay and Steph get back. I just don't see it. I just like the fact that they got another first round yeah, draft that. pick.
3: Like they're already gonna get a good trap draft pick this year because they're I don't know, I think they won ten yeah, or twelve the games or delete. something along those lines. And then when you get Steph and Clay, you still have that core minus Kevin Durant, which is huge. And you get two first round draft picks. Love it. It's gotta be helpful. So here's why I like it from the Warriors perspective. If you look
0: at what Kevin Durant leaving, if they don't do that sign and trade to get D'Angelo Russell, which they knew they were gonna trade right when they walked in the door and they were just lying to everybody to see to say like to build up his value. Um, because if you think about D'Angelo Russell and Steph on the same team, both don't play defense, Russell's not much of a doesn't fit in with their offense. I agree with Kerr. But they're able to turn that into somebody who at the worst could be Harrison Barnes. You know, th- which which was like part of their original core. And then they get two draft picks, and then guess what happens during the summer? Bradley Beal gets mad, somebody gets mad. They have a contract and picks to swap for for somebody like that. Because you know every six months, somebody's going to be mad that they're not. Let's say Devin
2: Booker, your boy. Aren't I don't know. Here's saying. what I will say. The Lakers are losers for not making a move right now. Hey, right you don't now, say that. Only because I think this buyout market's gonna be interesting. I don't know if he already haven't I haven't checked anything the interwebs today, but if calling's Callison, coming Collison yes, but maybe they cut someone else and then they get Harkless, who I heard might be waived or bought out.
0: I love that. So if yeah. they can
2: make that a couple moves awesome. like that, then yeah. they're for sure winners for not making a not forcing a trade, but also getting better. Right. I think with if they're, if they seal the deal with Collison, which it seems almost likely, I think that itself puts them in a, in a better position. But if you can get a guy like Parkless and some of the fallout from all these trades and pieces just moved for cap reasons, I think then you really, you really become winners of this deal. But for the, for the time being, yeah, they I agree. Loose. Yeah. Agreed.
0: We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, so, my next topic, uh, Will, I didn't get to send this to you, but uh, I had it for Todd, is why does Seattle need to bring back the Supersonics? Todd, your thoughts.
3: Well, technically they don't need to, but the Seattle market has some of the best sports fans Uh, across the United States and I think the Seahawks are an example and I know many people think that we're bandwagon fans um, but I disagree yeah I disagree we got good and our fans were just loud about being good I'm just as loud about the Seahawks even though I knew that we weren't going to win the Super Bowl I would point to San Francisco or Santa Clara as a prime example of bandwagoners where they were good and the Seahawks beat them in the NFC West Championship and then you didn't hear from them forever and then all of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl and all of a sudden everyone's a San Francisco fan. Well, Seattle, we show up to everything. I'm not a soccer fan, but apparently we have a really good soccer team in Seattle that gets a lot of, that gets a lot of people to come out and watch the game. Um, unfortunately we gave up our team when we were going to be at our best and i know that we had a long stretch of bad basketball um, but the year that we gave up the sonics they had kevin durant mvp james harden mvp russell westbrook mvp it's easy to be a fan when your team is really good and so oklahoma city came into a great situation and they looked like the greatest fan base on earth but give me that team and I would be the happiest person on the world. So the positive thing for me is as a Seattle fan, I got to choose who I get to root for and rightfully so, I follow LeBron wherever he goes and so I get a cheer in a championship. So, screw you for being mad at me for being a LeBron fan, but that's all I have now. So, so I do think that Seattle needs a team. I just don't know how we get one. I'll t- Clipper fans
0: because they have no fans. And even if- they sign two people and everybody's like, oh, they're gonna take over the city. And from what I've heard and gathered and looked at ticket prices, that they don't want it, nobody wants them in LA. So how would you feel about this? Steve Ballmer, who money in Washington. He packs his whole team up in a pops on a southwest flight or delta however whatever's up there and takes this team to Seattle. Are you into that or do you want an expansion team?
3: I'm 100% into that. If I can get Kawhi and Paul George to play for the Seattle SuperSonics, that'd be like a dream come true. And the ideal situation is Seattle gets an expansion team and then we get kevin durant james harden russell westbrook back on the band together for one last <laughs> run. the boys are not oh, even yeah. that's that. not happening might even sign gary payton out of retirement and sean kemp out of retirement just to get everyone excited that would hey, bring some fans that's to a the pipe game. dream quite uh, yeah
2: well cool oh this my is god
3: so this is yes, what I'll say about that.
2: Like it, Kawhi and Paul George signed with them to be in L.A. and they don't want to be with the Lakers, so there's no way they move. But to your point, the Clippers need to get their own freaking stadium. Get your own arena. Stop riding off the of Staples Center. I don't want to see Clippers stuff in Staples Center. You guys don't own poop. Balmer, buy something. Stupid. You have enough money. <laughs> get out of Staples. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, all right um i think that's it uh, a few questions todd you've got a wedding coming up I do. how we good
3: feeling <clears throat> the kid is ready the kid is ready to get married where and are you guys going honeymoon. oh it's candy where are you guys going uh we're going to hawaii the big island oh so, i know
0: i know what you mean
3: Wink. no shirt no shirts and my ties all day long
0: <laughs> the big island huh
3: but before um, we go there um, we got one big trip ahead of us Austin Texas woo! all right all right all right. That is right that's right
0: um and there's a chance that you know we are six beers deep uh, we we lose in a three-way game.
2: I think i lost you guys
3: i think we lost jake i think he i think he dropped his phone <laughs>
2: <laughs> what an idiot
3: well it's been fun everyone
2: yep good chat good chat go lakers go lakers i'm out All right, some technical difficulties there,
0: but um, it's great to have those guys on. Uh, I'm sure we'll try to do it again. Uh, As always, subscribe, share with your friends. Leave a five-star review. Love my fans. We do it for the people. One love.